Welcome to the Popcorn Wine Down with Tammy and Eddie. Grab your popcorn, get yourself a glass of wine, and come hang out with us as we discuss TV shows, movies, music, and pop culture. And welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wine Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us this week where we will be discussing the witches. But first, let's get to the wine down. Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. I got some sad news this week. <laughs> what? The Fast and the Furious series is coming to an end after two more movies. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the sadness is that they got two more movies and then they're ending... What is yes. that, four more years to go? I don't know, but it's so sad. So sad. I'm heartbroken. I'm, I am too. So I'm going to have to enjoy the ninth one when it finally comes out after Say It With Me. Fucking Rona. Fucking Rona. Um, after it comes out next year. So hopefully there will be some things that I, I want to see them um tie up and one of those things is what they're going to do with the character of Brian um I know that's still sad after watching the series this week um this summer not this week I watched the whole rewatched the whole series up until the eighth movie this summer and um yeah there even though eight was good you still miss Paul Walker and so I, I wonder if they'll really fully address that especially since they're bringing Mia back in the ninth one um that's just one of those big question marks I have. You can stay home with the kids. <laughs> she always the one that got to go and, and stay safe and anything like that. Let that be Brian now. Let him stay home with the kids. Well, why you say that, okay, um, going off on a whole other thing, but why you say that, there has been some talk, because we know they have the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff, but there had been a talk of a female-led spinoff um, featuring Michelle Rodriguez. So I would love to see a female-led um, spinoff. TV, movie, something. I, I, I would like it. So, yeah. Um, and then other big news this week, the Beastie Boys, one of my favorite all-time groups, um, they did something that they rarely do, and they licensed one of their songs, and they licensed it for a political ad, um, Sabotage. Um, they allowed to be used in a political ad for Joe Biden, so that was pretty cool. And a lot of people are doing that now, um, not licensing songs, but a lot of cast are having cast reunions um, in favor of uh, political candidates and getting out the vote in this election cycle. So um, we'll see if it's paid off. And hopefully um, we have 10 more days to the election. So vote, I voted vote, today. Vote. Yay, I'm voting tomorrow. Vote, <laughs> vote, vote. Um, yeah, so just vote. And Quibi. Did you ever subscribe to Quibi? No, I got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. <laughs> I got Vicky. Okay, I just ro- I just rolled out with HBO Max. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, um, yeah, Quibi, which was like a ten minute service. I YouTube. I can't even say <laughs> exactly. But the whole thing behind Quibi was. Uh, it was like shorts and it was 10 minute episodes and when I went to try to subscribe to it I thought I think I did the trial but at first there was nothing that really caught my eye 
and for 10 minutes I'm like I can go watch a YouTube video Thank you. for free but um so I I get what they were trying to do it was really ambitious but they are going out of business uh the stream they've come to the end of the stream or the stream has run out I like that one the stream has run out <laughs> um they it after six months, uh, they're done. And it was Jet Free Pop. <laughs> wait, 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 Jet- wait, 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 hold up, hold up, my bad, my bad, hold up, hold up. They just premiered six months ago? Yes. And they had like a lot of big name people, like Kevin Hart. His show was really taking off on Quibi. It was supposed to be really funny. Um, Liam, Liam Hensworth had a show on Quibi. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland had a show on Quibi. They had a lot of big name stars buy into these 10 minute episodes and um, six months they're done. And so I don't know if they just didn't want to try to retool and become a full on streamer with uh, full on shows or regular show times. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, but I was like, okay, YouTube for free. YouTube. If, if you're doing if you're doing the 10 minute thing, but yeah, they're, they're shutting down after 10 months and they, they raised 2 billion with the B dollars. Um, and after I read, after they pay off all their debts and everything, they should have about 350 million left. I don't know. So, but, um, I give them credit for trying, you know, at least they tried something new. You never know until you try and Quibi might be one of those things that's ahead of its time. And maybe in a few years later, you'll see someone come along and perfect the idea. I don't know. But I yeah, it wasn't time when YouTube been around for years. <laughs> <laughs> but YouTube doesn't give you serialized actual content. They and do. Even YouTube-, YouTube got their series. You just got to pay a little extra for it. And I refuse to pay extra for YouTube when I can just go Actually, on YouTube and watch my 10 minutes videos youtube shut down their original content cobra kai was originally on youtube and netflix picked it up uh-huh. um youtube did youtube did have some good shows um what but, happened to the yeah, dancing they, show um i forgot the one that naya rivera was on step the step up yeah. um i forgot what what network picked that one up but it did get picked up by a different network oh i did not even um, so, know that because i watch youtube for free <laughs> i get it i understand <laughs> and we're not going to talk about what you watch on youtube for free and i realized that that just sounded very pornographic and i'm so sorry i'm not yeah i'm not trying to throw you down, that down, down real quick <laughs> I'm not trying to send you down that road. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel like that was a throw me under the bus moment. <laughs> that not only threw you under the bus, it threw you like underground. Like it sounded like you were watching underground porn or something. And it's not. It's BTS videos. I'm sorry. Oh my I'm, God. I'm sorry. It's nothing illicit that's going to get it shut down or rated by the government. I'm going to out right now that what I watch on YouTube is like Korean drama clips and BTS and GOT7 like music videos. That is what I watch. Don't don't, don't be reading into whatever Eddie said over there, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Please don't. FBI, don't come raid us. Y'all got bigger problems. Oh my God. Moving on. <laughs> Yes, moving on, finally, heading on down the road. 
to casting and production of things. So this, tell me if you sound if this sounds exciting to you. <laughs> Jamie Foxx, Vampire Hunter. No. You're gonna watch it. No. I mean, but, okay, okay let me not lie. I mean, it is Jamie Foxx, so. I mean, I'm gonna give it some eyeballs. I'm, 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 I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go begrudgingly and watch it because I'm not gonna really want to do it. Well, see, he plays a pool cleaner by day and vampire hunter by night. No. And when I first read it, I was like, oh, I get it now because a pool cleaner is the only job you can really do during the daytime. So you know, and then at night he has the night free to run to hunt vampires. Still not interested? No. <laughs> no. No. It sounds stupid. I'm, gonna, I'm going to give it a try because it's Jamie Of course. It's Jamie Foxx. We're all going to give it a try. Now, are we going to like it as we're sitting there watching it? Probably not. But we're all going to watch it, though. Okay. Um, Rosario Dawson is been cast as one of the leads in the series Dope Sick, which is going to be about how the DEA um, tackled the opioid epidemic. It sounds really interesting. Um, and the casting uh, sounds, oh, I can't remember. I was going to say the casting sounds really great too, but I'm having a brain freeze on who else has been cast in it so far. But um, I love Rosario Dawson, so she's a badass. I'm going to actually give that one a try. And Scott Speedman is going to be cast on a show that you don't watch, You, which is amazing. I love You. You should watch You. We could do a review of You if you watch it. Exactly. That That's my there. answer. Did you hear the silence? I know. <laughs> and I was like, I'm being met by silence. So that means that she's giving me one of her patented looks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brad Pitt. They are boarding the bullet train. This sounds really interesting. It was adapted from um, a Japanese novel about assassins and hitmen on a train to Tokyo. Okay. Well, I mean, you had me at Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and, and, and I Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Taylor yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You had me at so, both of them, so I'm good. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that one. And in production delay news, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Which they're calling Ghostbusters, which technically wouldn't it be Ghostbusters 4 since there was the female Ghostbusters? But anyway. They did um, not count that. <laughs> that was a remake <laughs> that was not a part of the original. Okay. Well, Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife and has been pushed back to 2021 as well as the Candyman remake. Um, and have you seen the original Candyman? Of course I saw both uh, and I was scared for my life both okay. times see I haven't seen two but I've seen one and it's no. one scared the bejesus out of me two so is, I am two ain't really... that great two, two ain't that great but it still scared me like I feared for my life like I'm having fla- you know what I'm having flashbacks right now <laughs> when I was young because I watched it when I was a kid and I'm having flashbacks of watching Candyman one and two, and yeah, that that yo that dude was scary as fuck. <laughs> he was. And um, the the projects where it was shot and the projects where it's based 
Caprini Green, they were real in Chicago. They got they got turned down a few years ago. But um, yeah, so whenever we would fly into Chicago and going through the south side of Chicago, you had to drive past them. That would creep me out, you know. Um, but the the remake is coming out in 2021 and it has gotten rave reviews so i'm glad i'm kind of glad that they didn't push it to a streaming yeah. network and that's going to be one of the things we get to see in the theater hopefully when rona decides to take her ass on somewhere but you know <laughs> um and also in casting news the series pachinko has been cast and it's headed to ab's um apple tv plus and that seems so interesting um it was like a mafia drama over uh, generations, and it's, it, it's a Japanese, Korean, and American, and I am looking forward to that. Um, hopefully, I guess, maybe. Did they say when they were going to start filming it, or when it was actually going to go into production? No, they did not. I think um, Lee Min-ho is actually filming another series right now. Um, so probably once he finishes the current series that he's taping, um, they'll start taping on Pachinko. Yeah. So, um, keep an eye out for that. And, and I, I, I can already say that that's probably going to go on the list. Heck yeah. So I don't have, I don't have to worry about that one. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ava DuVernay is producing a series, a Native American series called Sovereign. Uh, with bird wa- with bird running water. So I am really excited about all the diversity um, that we're seeing and different stories being tell- told, not just by African-Americans, but um, about all minority and underrepresented groups. So I'm excited about that. I'll be checking most of them out. And so that leads us to this week's, I, we still need a jingle or a sound for the K-pop, <laughs> yes. like a little song. Uh, I'm going to find one. To introduce so that this part. Us, to introduce us to our K-pop. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> so um, this week's big story in the K-pop, and you can't even relegate it to just K-pop world. Uh, Jason Derulo was uh, introduced to the BTS army. And he wasn't introduced to the polite, oh, we're just crazy mad stands of BTS. Nah, he was he was introduced to the underground army, the ones that come for you anytime they feel like you disrespected BTS. And sometimes <laughs> I can say, okay, army takes it a bit too far, but this time I'm gonna have to side he with He deserved army. it. Every single thing. Yeah, so as we know, Savage Love, um, the Savage Love remix with Josh685, Jason Derulo, and BTS went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. So that was BTS's second number one ever. Mm-hmm. And um, Jason Derulo went out to dinner to celebrate this honor. He did. Which, you know, he's part of it, so that's fine. Yep. But while he was at dinner, he thanked everyone but the people responsible for the song, Jawash685 uh, and BTS which was hella shady. And you can take it away from here. So I'm going <laughs> to let you have it. We said that, right? Um, yeah, so um, I'll be honest and say, and we talked about this on Jason Derulo is a nobody to me. Um, and he got as far as number eight when he premiered Savage Love. And to give you a little background on the song Savage Love, which everybody loves, um, he actually tried to steal the beat from... 
Josh. Um, from Josh. Okay. Like he tried to steal the beat and instead of him being sued or told to take down the song, Josh said, well, you know, let's just make money together. And we'll, we'll, put, we'll actually put the words that you have with my beat and we'll just put the song together and you just um, make sure that you give me credit. So he did that. He premiered the song and it got to, num- to number eight. He, it, did, it did good. It did, it did really, really good. And then um, he went on Ellen and he was talking about the remix that he was doing. And he basically said that he didn't know who BTS was. And he didn't realize how popular they were until I believe it was 2008 or 2009 when they um, won the Social Artist Award for the third year in a row. And so he was like, oh, like they have a huge fan base. So when he realized that they had a huge fan base, I guess that's when he finally took notice of who BTS is and he used them for clout. He he used them to get him to number one and then didn't give him credit for it. So, um, yeah, you learned your lesson. You, 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 he definitely, definitely, because he ended up having to retweet the video that he took and he ended up having to thank um, Jawash and he also thanked um, BTS. And you, you, because Army, they canceled him. Because Army, they canceled him. They canceled him with, yes, on like, I was checking something on Twitter and I'm like, why is Jason Derulo trending? And it said, cancel um and you know army can get something trending like that like i mean come on millions of fans all over the world the biggest fan base in the world don't come for them (laughs) yeah and bts does they never have to say anything nothing army handles it army handles it for them and like i said sometimes i sometimes i'll be like okay army you're being ridiculous but this time it was just hella disrespectful like hella disrespectful and um jason derulo hasn't had a hit since when 2009 2009 and the only reason he's even been relevant or you know this year is because he was doing he was doing a lot of stuff on tiktok and And that's how um, he found the beat as well being on tiktok so much and I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Savage Love was a it was a banger before. I I did like it. You know, I was like, okay, he's he's found his he's found another hit. I'm not gonna hate on the brother for you know making money, doing what he does, making music or whatever. It's great. But when he put BTS on it, it took it to a whole nother level. And it was this whole thing. I read this article um, about how. BTS used to be in a position where they would want to try to find Western artists to collab with them so they could get airplay and, you know, but now it's like everybody's trying to get a collab with BTS so they can get the airplay and the clout and get the, get the people, get the army to listen to them because they know whatever has BTS's name on it is going to sell out, is going to yeah. play, is going to trend. That's true. It's, it's going it's gonna to be there because army's just that, they go hard. They're the, no, they're, like, they're that strong. Like they're that dedicated and yeah. they're that loyal to BTS. And they want to make sure whatever BTS touches turns to gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just really hella disrespectful, you know. It was hella um, disrespectful on how he was talking about them when he was on Ellen. Did you see the video? I, I did. I don't want to watch. He, yeah, like wanna. how when he didn't even mention their name, like he mentioned their fandom army, but he didn't even mention their name. He was like, yeah, you know. So I didn't even realize like how huge they were, and you know that you know I I was like I have to work with them because you know they're the biggest K-pop group in the world, biggest boy band group, and I'm like say their name, <laughs> like 
<laughs> BTS, like say their name. He wouldn't even say their name as he I was mean, giving himself, I guess, a pat on the back for finally recognizing them. Like, dude, you are nobody. Like, BTS is way bigger than you. Like, come on now. It's like if Queen B herself had deigned to agree to perform with you on a song and you don't mention Beyonce. And you know that oh, you know be Oh, the beehive. Would have been, oh, his career, like, he would never sing again a day in his life. <laughs> the beehive, yeah. Um, those are two fandoms I would not mm. ever want to. I don't mess with me. them. I would mm-hmm. never sing. I don't want to send for them, and I sure as hell don't want them coming nope. to me. Beehive and Army, they're, no. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it was just really disrespectful, and I hope he learned he his lesson. Yeah. He, he got what he deserved, I hope and he I, hope he, I hope he learned he got, his lesson. And um, he got served a piece of humble pie. Let's hope he, it, let's hope he remembers how it Now, the only sad now. thing is, I feel like now there's definitely, like, no chance of me actually seeing this song live. Like, I've talked about it with you on how, like, I love the song. But I didn't listen to it before BTS got on it. Yes, I was one of those people. And then I listened to it with BTS. And then I started promoting it to everybody. I was playing it for everybody I knew. Like, yo, you heard this new Savage Love song. They're like, it's not new. That don't matter. That don't matter. <laughs> BTS is on it now. Yeah. It's new to me. But, um... <laughs> I, and I've, I've been hoping that I can see a performance. Now, okay, say it with me. Fucking Corona. Because I feel like if it wasn't for the coronavirus, I probably could have seen a performance before he jacked it up. Now, it's... it's oh, at it's, Billboard? Yeah, or, or something. Like, they could have yeah. done a surprise performance at the Billboard Awards. And now, yeah. I'm never going to see it live. And I'm so sad because it's so good. So good. You know what? You might like nah, I have no when. Faith. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I'm not gonna say when. I'm not gonna say if. I'm gonna say when we get to a live BTS show. It might be something that they do as a cute interlude or something. Nah, like I don't want to give him a dime. <laughs> don't give him a dime of their money. Uh, it, it's too late. It's the rabbit, the genie's out of the bottle. You know, it, it, the song is great, and I thought about it, but I'm not gonna stop listening to the song just because Jason Derulo. Oh yeah, but wasn't he, he doesn't get it. money for them doing it at a concert. No, don't give him no money. He gets money for streaming because they also do it, but mm, don't give him nothing for the concert. Exactly. So if you, if if you do it from the concert, would he get money from it? He would. He's but that's in addition to, to the streaming money. He, just let him live off of the streaming money for right now. Well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> but anyway, um, what else do we have going on in the K-pop? Um, Okay, so I just, and it's hilarious that I literally just started listening to them. They've been around for years. I think they're a third generation um, K-pop group, Red Velvet, who is still one of the top female um, K-pop groups in the industry um one of their members irene um she went she went celebrity crazy she went celebrity crazy and so she got a major attitude she was treating some of the employees wrong and now she's paying the consequences of it she's losing instagram followers they've been kicked off of certain performances she's getting her ads taken down some people are asking for her to be removed from the group, which is not going to happen because um, she's one of the stars of the group. But yeah, so check your attitude. Check your attitude. You know, you got to have a like, you know, prissy, cutesy um, personality publicly. And now, you know, it's coming out that you, you're not so great. You're not a great person. Um, 
other than that, uh, you know, got seven, which still waiting for that date, still waiting for that date. Um, young Jay from Got Seven was accused of bullying when he was in high school, and but it has come out as being false that the guy lied and tried to use it because he's um, handicapped and he's in a wheelchair, so he thought that he would actually get away with lying about Young Jay. And I'm just like, no, it's not happening. So it has come out that he lied and he actually admitted that he lied to the company when JYP actually interviewed him to ask him about it. And he admitted that he did lie on Young Jay. So please, don't, don't, don't be coming for my people, okay? Like, <laughs> stop, stop, stop it, stop it. Like, what you trying to get? You trying to get a couple dollars? Like, go get a job, go get a job, all right? Um, but that was it, like, for uh, K-pop of significance for K-pop. <laughs> Of significance for mm-hmm. K-pop, yeah. Um, well, in Hyphen, I, I saw that I I see that they're getting ready for their debut, so I'm interested to see if they have another song besides the island. They song, do. I wasn't really. They, they do. Th- that's what their teaser. They're putting out teasers for the new song that they're supposed to be coming out with next month. I think it's supposed to be early next month is when they're going to officially debut. So but we'll see what the song sounds like because I don't know. I've been a little disappointed in these debuts that have been happening lately. Uh, well, oh, and uh, we talked about last week, Crush's CD is phenomenal. Amazing. <laughs> So um, keep out, keep an eye out or look out for more about Crush on the popcornwindown.com. Plug, plug, <laughs> plug. And that does it for this week's episode of The Wind Down. Uh, stay tuned and we will discuss the witches. we will be discussing The Witches, which is the latest adaptation of Rob Dahl's um, book of the same name. It's a dark fancy comedy starring Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, Stanley Tucci, and Chris Rock as the rat. <laughs> it takes place... Why are you laughing? He did star as the rat. I know, but I'm just thinking of like his voice when I first heard it when it came up, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. It takes place in 1967 when Charlie, played by Jazeer Kadeem, is suddenly orphaned and has to go live with his grandmother, Octavia Spencer, in rural Alabama. And after an encounter with a witch in the grocery store, Charlie's grandmother whisked them away to a fancy seaside resort where, unfortunately, they happen to end up in the heart of the lion's den. Tammy, the witches, what did you think? It was cute. Exactly. 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 Okay. Um, Okay. So what I will say is that um, I'm the one that suggested this. And that's because when I was young, I watched the original movie with Angelica Hurston. And I loved it, but it also scared me as a young kid. And I would watch it over and over again and be scared every single time at the fact that thinking that there was going to be a witch that was going to come out and turn me into a mouse because I was a bad kid. Now, granted, I was, of course, an absolute angel, but I'm just saying, just in case. Of course Just in case. Um, 
so when I like heard about the remake, I was just like, oh no, I want to watch this, right? Because I actually like the original. And then when I started to think when I was watching it was, yeah, I like this because I was a kid. Like it's it's a cute kid movie. Like it's really, really cute. Like, don't get me wrong, it is. It's it, it's a good movie, but yeah, not not for an adult. <laughs> it's not for an adult. <laughs> It's like, it's a kid movie that just happens to have real people in it. It's not a cartoon feature. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Well, you know, I'm not really big on kids' movies um, to begin with. So it was Tammy's choice and I allowed the choice. Not that I allowed it, but I went with the choice. I was like, okay, um, you know, but I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And I'm not going to take the fact that I went to sleep as soon as it came on the first time. Um, <laughs> I don't hold that against the movie. I was just really exhausted. So uh, once I gave it a second watch, I watched it all the way through. And um, I enjoyed it. It was better than I thought it would be. Now, I don't, I'm not saying it's in a bad way, but I understand why. It, I think it would do better streaming. I don't think if it would have had a theatrical release, it would have done as well. Um, so the decision to send it to streaming was a good one, especially ready for, um, the Halloween season. Um, I like the fact that Guillermo del Toro and Kenya Barris, uh, they co-wrote it along with Bob Zemeckis, who directed the movie. Um, so that was a good thing. And, um, I love visually it was stunning. Like it was the aesthetics of the movies were amazing. I love the special effects. Um, and Hathaway was great as an over-the-top. She was. She witch. was. I really liked her in her role. Um, I liked Octavia Spencer as the grandma. She was good. Um, Chris Rock as the rat, voicing the rat, was... It, it's a role that suited him. And I don't mean that to sound as shady as I realized it sounded <laughs> coming out of my mouth. But, no, no. He um, did, she used he did to be great a lot. as the voiceover for um, for the mouse. Like, he, he definitely did. Yeah. Um, and I love, of course, I love Stanley Tucci. So, you know, he was good. And one part that I really liked because it takes place in 1967 and, you know, uh, they they recast because I believe in the original Charlie and his grandmother were white. Yes. Correct? Yes, that's correct. OK, so one of the things I did catch is when um, they first showed up at the hotel and he talked down to Charlie like, oh, you should be. Uh, you should feel so privileged, a little boy such as yourself, staying at a place like this. And the way Octavia's character looked at him, like, bitch, if you look <laughs> away from my granddad. Yeah, she was like, um, what did, like, just, you know, and you kind of got the, the time and the place of what he was saying. You caught, you caught the not so subtle way in which he was saying that. But the look she gave, um, and I, I, but grandma took no mess, you know, um, when he came to her and she was, uh, Bruno's parents that reported her saying she was carrying around rats in her purse. And she was like, I loved how she turned that oh around. Oh my God. Like, and got you- away with it. And he was just like, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. She's like, are you trying to say because you've been laying rat traps all around your hotel <laughs> that I have rats in my purse? Like I'm the cause of this? Like, what are you saying? And she ends up with the best table in the restaurant. And then 
but then she goes, uh, I actually want the table by the kitchen. I think that would be the best table. And you know, no one, especially black people, never want to. No, no, no. The they actually put her there. Like, when, even though it was supposed to be the best table, that's why she was making those comments because the best table was actually near the kitchen that they gave her. <laughs> So she was like, yes, I, I definitely, I, I definitely wanted to sit here. Like, this is the exact seat that I wanted. And I was just like, yeah, sure it was. But um, she ended up having a good view of the prey. And, um, you know, I, so it was cute. There are some things I really liked about it. Um, the cast, um, it wasn't memorable. So it, it falls, it goes under that. I've seen it. I don't have to watch it again list. Yeah. Um. I was like for your your favorite scene. My favorite scene was right before that, right? So I love the undertone of them changing the main characters to <clears throat> black because when she arrived at the hotel and she's getting ready to give the guy like a little bit of a tip, and he says, "No, no, 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 no. You keep your money. Enjoy your stay." Yeah. Because he was like amazed. He was like, um, when she got out of the um the taxi, she was like, he was like, um. Can I help you? <laughs> like, yeah, like, 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 are you lost? <laughs> like that's how he was yeah, like, her. And I love like her reaction. She was like, "You to help me with these bags." And he's like, "Oh yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes." yes. He was like, "Oh shoot, she really staying here? Okay, okay." And it was kind of yeah. like them all seeing her and being like, "Oh, everybody must help her. Everybody must help her because we've never seen this before." <laughs> Yeah, like you could tell it's not too many of us that stayed at those types of places back then and it really wasn't. So I liked how they how they subtly addressed those things um in you know in the movie and it was great. And then to reverse that at the end where she had the trunk and she got all that money and she just made sure to give them all, all like, of them I mean, got money. Yeah. And um not just like a little change, she gave them like a hundred dollars each. So that was And that was cool. a lot of money back then. That. Yeah, it's a lot of money now. You're going to come give me a hundred. Someone, someone try to stick a Ben Franklin in my hand. I'm not going to turn oh, it I'm down. I'm definitely not going to turn it down. But I'm saying, like, you know, if you're going to stick some money in my hand, yeah. it, it should at least be a G. Like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> For parking a car at a hotel, you want to take a thousand dollars. Yo, do you know that there is a woman who got a thousand dollar tip all because she was whining about the fact that it was so hard for her to afford her tuition for college. And I was just like, why? Why couldn't that have been me? Whenever I complain and I whined about my student loans, nobody gives me a thousand dollars. So yeah. Well I'd prefer Oh uh, well, I might we complain to the wrong people, obviously. I, obviously. I'm i i need to um I'm gonna go to go go where where the people with the money be. Well, and of course, you know, I love music. So one of the things I did notice and I did check out the first things to catch my eye or ear about this was the soundtrack. I loved it. Like the amazing Motown sound, the 60s music that they had, Marvin Gaye, Aretha Franklin. I I really loved that. The Four Tops. So um, that was When she was trying to get him like to, when she was trying to um, get him to smile and to actually like, you know, feel better. And she put on, and I said, oh, you know, that is the song to play. Like, I was moving side to side, like, okay, all right. Um, And then he ain't do nothing. He just looked at her like, you weird. And I said, do do you not know the music that she is playing for you? He ain't got no taste. I'm sure he did, but, you know, give him a break. He just lost both of his parents in a car accident. He 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 was entitled to be a little sad about it. Um... 
But now, Grandma, what was her deal? Like, was when she started coughing, was that like her witch protector? I think so, because she didn't start coughing until the witch showed up to the grandson. And then she started having a coughing fit, right? And then she was good at first when they got to the hotel. And then all of a sudden, she started coughing again. Once the witch so she didn't up. realize... What- well, once they got to the hotel, she started coughing. She didn't realize she took them to the wrong place. Like, you know, Grandma's witch detector was wrong. She, she, she ain't even know that was her witch detector. And I think she meant, she she made a comment about um, finally realizing, like, what it was. But at first, I think she just thought that she was actually sick. Because you remember when they were in the store and she was coughing into her handkerchief? And then she looked down at it. They didn't show it. But I was just like, she must have seen blood. And that's why she was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I was just like, oh, so grandma really sick. And then she got healthy again, and then she got sick again. I was just like, oh, no, the witches are just all around her. That's that's the whole problem. Grandma not really sick. So I wonder, I wonder how she developed it, though. Like, was it when she was a kid and her best friend was turned into a chicken? laying them golden eggs that well, she remember, like eat. it was kind of like him saying that she was kind of like a shaman right or a healer so could yeah. it be like kind of that kind of power when he like when uh she opened up that door to that room and he saw everything and i was just like oh maybe that's what it was because she was a healer she was kind of like a shaman um what we, we you know what um some people would call a shaman and maybe that's that's where it came from because i to be honest i don't even know but all of a sudden, and it looked like she knew a lot. So I'm saying, like, um, has this happened to you before? Like, have you been like kind of keeping your eye out for them? Like, it seems like she had since you know since her best friend when she was a little girl had been turned into a chicken. And but I I was like, okay, maybe the witch detector came because she was the one that got away, mm-hmm. and it was just maybe her signal of when they were around but I don't know why she wouldn't notice it before then or I don't know it was just that was just one of those things that I was like oh okay it could have a little bit better of an explanation but it was still cool I guess it was it was and then another thing that I love um, which goes back to the undertones of like you know um civil unrest I guess um is when he was just like well won't they find us at the hotel (laughs) and her response was only rich white people go to that hotel and the witches only go after the poor people that don't nobody care about and I was just like if that don't resonate in today's time oh, yeah. I don't know what does <laughs> how they, exactly how the missing and ex, uh, the majority of the missing and exploited children are the minority yes. children that no one goes looking for that no one cares to yeah find. I'm like it's still, it's still yeah. relevant to today on that one comment is still extremely relevant today on there's just certain places that um people of color just don't go like that that's just not places that we frequent because we are not on the level to frequent those places I'm not saying that nobody's ever done it but it, it was just very a very relevant um comment to make um for a movie you know that was supposed to be representing the 1960s and it's still relevant today yeah um i now my one and i felt like when i was writing this down i was like okay there's a movie um last week or so i believe i told you this is not one of those thinking movies so it's not a whole dissertation on breaking down whatever (laughs) but um I 
that was a little bit bothered by huge spoiler alert okay we need a sound for that too <laughs> i'm just gonna write down a list of all the things we need a sound for and this, try whole, to find this whole episode is spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> but this is the huge spoiler alert why the hell did they leave them as rats? yo okay have you ever seen the, you've never seen the original right Okay, no. so I I actually called um, my mom and I was telling her, I was just like, yo, so our next episode is going to be The Witches. I said, Ma, you remember when I was younger? She was just like, yeah, you used to watch that movie all the time. Like, we used to watch it together all the time. And I'm like, yeah. And then she started to remind me of certain scenes that I forgot. And this is before I started watching the movie. And um, she was just like, yeah, you remember like at the end, the good witch came in and she changed the boys because it was two boys in the movie. And she changed the boys back to, um, she changed the um, mouses back to boys. And I said, yes, I remember that. And so I'm thinking like in the end, that's what's going to happen. And then I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And then the credits go and I said, that's not it, right? Like they, like, like what was happening? And then he, he comes back and he starts talking. So I'm like, okay, they're going to show us like how he looks because he's old now and everything like that. And that was the same re- reaction that I had. Why the fuck are you still a mouse? <laughs> like, 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 like you went all over the world I, killing these witches, and you mean to tell me you ain't meet one that you could threaten to change you back? Really? That's exactly what I wrote <laughs> down. I was like, and why not have one of the witches turn you back before they met met the same fate? I'm sure if given the possibility of the choice of ending up like you as a and spending the rest of my life as a rat. And turning you back into human kids? Oh, you about to be back in a human like, kid. Yeah. And after you turn back into a human kid, then you can turn me into a rat because you know that's what's going to happen anyway. But I mean, like, yeah, that, that was my thing as well. And then my other thing was, why he the only old one that we saw? Where's Daisy? Yeah, where's like the fat that one? Bruno. The, his name was My bad. Bruno. Where's Bruno? You know, what happened? It's hilarious because in the original <laughs> movie, same exact character. Exact character. It's hilarious. The kid, the Bruno mm-hmm. now? Yep. Um, Daisy was new. So, yeah. Daisy was new? Okay. Because I, I was wondering the same thing. Like, what happened to Grandma? And, no, not Grandma, but what happened to Daisy and Bruno? And he aged a lot more than Grandma. First of all, okay, I know Black don't crack. I got you. I got you on that. But you mean to tell me grandma ain't got no gray hair or nothing like that? But you rolling out with a beard that's all white and gray? Well, grandma was buying that Clairol, girl. Come on now. Even grandma's face. Like, they didn't even make grandma look old. Like, grandma looked younger than you. And you, you were well, Grandma was a healer and it's... My, grandma was a healer and a shaman. She was using that homemade Botox. <laughs> Grandma was. I need. I need grandma's remedy. I need grandma's remedy. <laughs> Thank you. Grandma didn't. Didn't. Didn't age. Not, not a, a like, day. Okay. <laughs> Give me grandma's remedy. Save a lot on skincare. Like. Oh, and then now. can we talk about how you um, send kids out to kill these witches now? <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, what is that? And I guess because the witches went after kids, so, you know, they think that they have the targets not knowing that they're really going to be the prey. So it's kind of like ingenious. But I'm just like, they were like, and are you ready? Yeah. Do you have your potions? Yes. Go out and kill some witches. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Where's your adults at? Where, 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 where's your parents? <laughs> 
like they probably don't even know how to read and write, but you train them how to be murderers. Yes. That threw me off as well. I said, what the heck? I thought he was just telling the story. But he actually said the kids out to kill the witches. I said, okay. That's how we doing it. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I saw sequel written all over the Please don't say that. Why, why, <laughs> why are you putting that into the air? Snatch it back. Snatch it back, Eddie. <laughs> Snatch it back. I, I mean, oh my gosh. Now, a year from now, I'm going to be hearing about some stupid sequel that they're going to do. They're going to magically bring back Anne Hathaway. Come on now. And I'm telling you already, no. They don't need no, they don't need no <laughs> sequel. They don't need no sequel. If they do get a sequel, no. no. You, you can do it as a quick oh, pop. But first of all, first of all, um, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I'm not watching that. And I also thought that her cat, like, was her, did her cat used to be human? No, it was just a cat. Oh, okay. It had, her, it had like, human it had features, no though. When you looked at his face. Yeah, like, I thought, I thought her cat may have been a human, a kid that she turned maybe into Maybe that'll be in the sequel that you just put into the air. <laughs> well, sis, I don't plan on watching it. You're gonna have to let me know how it is. Oh, uh-uh. All right. So, um, besides the soundtrack and you know the behind the scenes of uh, Guillermo del Toro and Kenya Burris and um, the casting, what did you overall think of the movie? I said it in the beginning. It was cute. Okay. It, it, like, I mean, I love the yeah. casting. You know, I'm I'm a fan of Anne Hathaway. Um, love Octavia Spencer. Stanley Tucci can't do wrong. He cannot do wrong. All right. Um, Chris Rock's voice threw me off in the beginning because I actually didn't know that he was voicing the mouth. So when I like heard his voice, I said, "Is that Chris Rock?" And I just started laughing. I was just like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Okay, he's voicing the character. This is gonna be fun. It's kind of like when he did his show, Everybody Hates Chris. And you hear you hear uh-huh. his voice, and I'm just like, Yeah, he's too rough. Like his voice can be a little annoying sometimes too. But anyway, let me get off of that. Let me let me not criticize. Um, but yeah, I love the cast. I thought like I agree with you on um, the visuals of the movie, the set of the movie. I think Anne Hathaway was perfect as uh, the grand witch um, of the whole crew. Uh, but yeah, you ain't never gonna get me to watch it again. <laughs> so how many popcorns would you give it? Um. Oh <laughs> my. Yourself, that means it's really bad. Okay, so <laughs> is it worse than Mulan? So you know, like you know, I actually forgot what I gave Mulan. Did I give Mulan like a two point five? I think. I think I, I gave think it two point so. five. Um. So you know what? Because it was not worse than Mulan. Because I actually watched the whole movie and I, I felt nostalgic as I was watching The Witches. Because, like I said, I used to watch the movie all the time when I was younger, and it scared the bejesus out of me. Um. So I'm gonna give it what I gave last week for Emily in Paris, and I'm gonna give it without the disclaimer. Yeah, without the disclaimer. Without the disclaimer, 
and that one I said should definitely have a sequel. So, <laughs> um, but I'm gonna give it a 2.75. And um, yeah, because I did, I did enjoy it. I had, you know, I felt nostalgic as I was watching it. But I don't want it to have a sequel. It, it doesn't deserve a sequel. Like, let's end it there and move on to something else. Um, Hocus Pocus, maybe? Hocus Pocus, anybody? But, um, I, but yeah. But other than that, yeah, it's just going to get a 2.75. And that is it. It was cute. It was cute. If you have kids, watch The Witches with your kids. It's a cute movie for your kids. But if you just grown adults, just living, mm-mm, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Mm-mm. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. Go go watch a grown person's movie. Okay? Go watch a grown person's movie on HBO Max. All right? Eddie, what you rate it as? Yeah. I was going to say another plug. Check out the website and you will have a list of great Halloween movies for adults to uh, check out. Um, the popcorn wind down. Plug, plug. You like plug? You like how I worked that in here? Definitely. Um, we are not we're not too far apart on this one um i gave it i think i might have been generous maybe um i gave it a three what yeah and again that goes back to all the things that i love guillermo de toro uh kenya barris uh the aesthetics uh the special effects and hathaway was magnificent as the grand witch octavia spencer you know stanley tucci even uh, Chris Rock, I, once I understood his purpose for being the, the mouse, it, you know, I thought it was great. Um, again, it was cute, not memorable. The soundtrack, throwing some old Motown and you always feel happy. So, um, yeah, that those are the things that earned it. Is it hilarious that we know? both um, rated it the same way that we did for Emily in Paris? <laughs> I gave you so oh, wow. <laughs> Yes. So that means I underrated. Yeah, and I'm starting to think that as well. Like, I feel like, can I make the disclaimer and say, I'm going to have to bump Emily in Paris up to at least a 3.0 if I'm rating the witches at a 2.75. Emily, you've been bumped up. Yeah, Emily has definitely been bumped up. We might have to do an afterthought on that. But, um, yeah, because this, I give it a three for those reasons, but it's not anything I care to watch again, not anything I want to watch again. Even if I have children, I would probably put it on and walk out of the room. So, um, that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Join us next week where we will be reviewing the K-drama Vagabond. So exciting. And until then, <laughs> I'm, it is, I am excited. It's really good so far. So, until next week, I'm And I'm Tammy. Tammy.